Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, Mum, come and have a look at this. I've got something to show you. Oh, God, what do you want now, Arthur? Go on, read it out. Mummy's Boy with Arthur Hill, a brand new podcast starring Arthur Hill and his mother, Lisa. What the bloody hell is this? I've signed us up to do a podcast. See, this is the contract. Oh, Arthur. It's Mummy's Boy. Mummy's Boy is my new podcast where I head back home each week to catch up with my mum and help bring her into the 21st century. Listen to Mummy's Boy every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. This is a crowd podcast. Cloyd? Is it meant to be Cloyd, like Llewellyn? I'm having a stroke. Hi, I'm Joe Marler. And I am Tom Fordyce. And this is Things People Do. Some people do amazing things. On this show, we meet zookeepers, politicians, astronauts. And some people who do other things, like recruitment, cheesemakers, drainage engineers. Because everyone is interesting if you ask the right questions. See, I used to hate people, but this podcast has changed me. And now I can't get enough of people and the weird and wonderful things they do. Okay, so your bone is a bit like a Cadbury's Crunchy. The guy with a toilet brush stuck up his bum gave oh. a fantastic story. I have been caught affecting a customer's car. <laughs> now, today, we're bringing you an episode of Things People Did, live from the Clapham Grand. Right, this is where we ask comedians and celebrities all about the weird and funny jobs they used to do before they were famous. And our fantastic guest today... It's Lloyd Griffith. He's got one of the baguettes, javelined it down the fucking shampoo aisle. I went, you fucking athlete! Who the fuck is fingering my pizza? I was basically poached by a choir boy hunter, which is not what you think. Uh... Welcome to Things People Did. You smell incredible, Lloyd. Thank you. Like, and you hug wonderfully. <laughs> That was a really lovely hug. Thank you. I don't know if anyone's ever complimented about your hugging, but you're yeah, really... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, and oh, now you you smell on me. Your smell is on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, that was the bloke earlier. Uh, so I'm just <laughs> passing it on. <laughs> All right, mate. Um... <laughs> Can I just say, I, I've been watching from the back. He said, what a fucking show. I was, what, can we swear? Yeah. yeah. By all means. So you haven't been watching from the back? No, I have been watching, <laughs> but I just got nervous because I fucking Joe Marler uh, and got an erection. Um, but um, what... Oh, see where this what is I love going. Most, can I, can I, I was at the back, and um, I've, 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 never, uh, I've never been on stage yet. I, I, did, a, I did a white-collar boxing uh, here and lasted five rounds. Um, Wait, you, you fought here? Oh, no, I was doing the cards, like the numbers, the rounds, yeah. <laughs> I was at the back, and there's a bloke in a gilet, obviously. We were in Clapham, and uh, <laughs> when Joe Wilkinson went, oh, you went, oh, yeah, Joe, you're a labourer. And like, this guy chuckled, and then went to his missus and went, what's a labourer? <laughs> I was like, this is definitely the Joe Marler Show podcast, isn't it? <laughs> we have a list of your previous employments here. I don't know if this is in the right order, so I'm going to stick a pin and begin with Pizza Hut Grimsby. Oh, God. One of the best jobs I've ever had. Um, anyone else here ever work at Pizza Hut? Oh, hello. Okay, good to chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, come on, give a little bit more. Did you actually? What's your name, madam? 
Ali, did you have a... Hang on, as if you, like, all the Pizza Hut workers know... (laughs) You immediately would go, hey... We'll have a language. (laughs) We'll absolutely have a language. Were you cross-trained or just front front of house, Ali? Just front of house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Absolute scum. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love... love, Sorry, I just a little joke. Which one did he work at, Ali? Dairies? Oh, various. Um, I'm getting the impression she doesn't want to be part of the show. <laughs> I've got a feeling she's making it up, is what I'm feeling. <laughs> How many slices of pepperoni on a pepperoni uh, feast? Okay. Yeah, no, she did work there. Yeah, no, fair play. Lovely. And you, also, uh, how many finger spaces in between the pepperoni? Sorry, what? So you have to have finger spaces in between the pepperoni. Who the fuck is fingering my pizza? <laughs> Me and Ali. Yeah, but... What do you mean? So, uh, so I, I basically... It was my first job uh, whilst I was at school when I was 16 years old. You basically get trained to work front of house first. And I, ge- genuinely, that is where I became like... Uh, well, kind of like a bit, a bit of a, a public speaker by, by, by speaking to people. Hi there, can I take your order? And do you want the bill? And uh, <laughs> are you single? Um, and, oh, actually, I brought my badge as well here. Yeah. I brought my badge. I, brought, I actually genuinely brought my badge oh, from money. Yeah, yeah. So there is the distinctive Pizza Hut logo go like a sort of a red sombrero and stuck on underneath Lloyd. Maybe they knew you wouldn't be there for long. Your first name. Tom, that's how badges work, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on a minute. That badge? Yep. Is that how you spell your name? Yes. Le Lloyd. (laughs) Yes. Jotty. (laughs) Is it genuinely Le Lloyd? Yeah. Do you you play rugby? It's a guy called Lloyd. Why has it got two L's? Like, Cloyd? Is it meant to be Cloyd? Like, Cloelin? I'm having a stroke. What is... <laughs> See, what these... is happening? Sorry, Lloyd, I'm really sorry. These are the bits that usually get taken out of the podcast, but they <laughs> happen in every episode we do. But because I get really confused with certain things, and then they go, you're thick as fuck, and we need, and to, take right. shit like... <laughs> we need to take shit like that out. Um, Lloyd, I've got a question Spiders. about... I've got... <laughs> I've got a question about Pizza Hut, and it involves the ice cream station. Oh, sorry, what the what? What's it called? Ali? Ice cream factory. Factory? Yeah, it's not a station, mate. It's a fucking factory, okay? Free pizzas after um, the main restaurant has shut for staff, and free ac- access to the factory? Free access to the factory at all times. <gasps> uh, Including the Smarty Sprinkles? Everything. All inclusive. What? Yeah, yeah. There's not BYO sprinkles. It's, it's all... It's all... There's a thing called the Pizza All You Can Eat Buffet, uh, which is, was, was like very, very, very popular, especially late 90s, 2000s. And you'd go there, back in the day, it was 4 99 You get a, a bottomless... Well, not a bottomless, it had a bottom in it, otherwise that's just a tube in it. Uh, <laughs> like a, um, a, a refillable um, Coca-Cola. And that was about £1.35. And so we'd... We, and that'd stop at about 2.30 or 3 o'clock weekday. And I'd be working the lunchtime shift. And then the manager... And and also the person at the back of the restaurant, they'd be like, how many people left eating the buffet? And they'd be like, one couple. I'd be like, it's about 30 people. Yeah, it's about 30 people. So they'd put more buffet pizzas through, and then i just fucking ate them. <laughs> and I started pizza at the age of 16, and I was eight stone four. And I... 
Yeah, there's mate, yeah. <laughs> Just cheering obesity. Um, <laughs> and now I am the size I am with, with massive tits. And it was generally because of pizza, but I loved it. And then the ice cream factory, you could just help yourself as, as and when. So it, it was great. But there was one occasion which I absolutely adored. There was this couple that came in and they were like, oh, hi there, can we get two medium pizzas? I can't remember exactly what pizzas they were. And they were like, oh, have you got a toilet? We're like, oh yeah, it's just out there. Um, and so basically, we, it was like late at night on a Friday, forgot all about it. And then we heard like a noise in the disabled toilet. So we were like, what's going on? Knocked on the door, like nothing happened. Like there was no noise. And then basically our manager opened the door with the radar key and in there was a couple pretty much stark bollock naked and they'd be having sex in the disabled toilet. Pizza just on the side. <laughs> just like... They took they the just, pizza in with them. They took the pizza in with them and then hungry. we're just fucking in there. Whilst eating a chicken supreme. <laughs> I'm actually going to go home and offer that. Because <laughs> it's, it's not that it goes on for that long that I get hungry like, in between it, but I just think it would be nice to have on the side as like, like some sort of... Um, Gift. Enti no, enticement, like, right. <laughs> like, just like a, like a carrot. You know, the, oh, dangle the carrot. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, let's fucking get... A just get a good job done here, and... Is that your face? <laughs> so, can we just clarify... It's like my motivation. Obviously, my motivation your is... Your motivation? Yeah, my motivation, obviously, is to connect and, you know, the loving and soul and all that lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have some pizza. Or, or quavers. Let's move on from pizza, uh, Lloyd. Um, is it true that you were a fireplace thief... Yeah, so my uncle... Um, As a job? What? As a job? Well, no, I didn't know I was a thief at the time. Um, <laughs> my uncle. Once, right, he was in Asda in Grimsby and he was in the 10 items or fewer queue and he had 11 items and someone went, you've got 11 items. And instead of going, oh, yeah, sorry, do you mind if I get in? He got one of the baguettes, javelined it down the fucking shampoo aisle. I went, you're fucking happy! <laughs> and um, that's the kind of guy he is, was... And still is. Um, so he 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 had a uh, he had a, a fireplace company where he used to um, install fireplaces, and so we go around to play people's houses, and with that you you have to take the fireplace out as well. And my job essentially was just kind of like dustpan and brush, get rid of all the you know the, the slates and all the brickwork, and then occasionally we'd go on jobs. Oh, we've just got to go and pick up a fireplace. Well, like, all right, fine. And then we go to like these big houses that really hadn't been lived in for quite a while, and I'd always be a bit. Like, oh, it's a bit weird that we're going in through the window uh, <laughs> with balaclavas on. Um, but then we go to these, like, houses and essentially just take the fireplace. I'm like, oh, is this all right? He goes, yeah, oh, God, yeah. Basically, they're just stripping the old place, so they just want to get rid of everything. I was like, all oh, right, yeah, fine, fair enough. And then we'd then basically put the fireplaces in the back of his old van. It was an old Royal Mail van. You know, you get those old Royal Yeah, okay. Uh, one of those old Royal Mail vans that have had the stickers taken off, but you can still tell it's a, a Royal Mail van. Pop it in the back of that, and then with all the crap, we'd go to a skip that wasn't his, and we'd just fucking fly tip into a skip. And then he'd just sell the fireplace for like six, 700 quid. And it turns out, I was a thief. Um, He's a fucking and I was genius. And my mum went fucking mental when she found out. Because um, she's his uh, sister. <laughs> <laughs> so the uncle thing often works. Not necessarily in Grimsby. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Dad, um, items that you've stolen down the years. Um, hearts. Hearts. Minds. Careers. Caps. Um, <laughs> lots of stuff from hotels. 
like ornaments. Batteries. <laughs> well, I'm not nicking batteries, although that has reminded me, thank you, I do need some batteries for the pizza. Uh, anyway, and then <laughs> I had a little Buddha's head once. Buddha's head was a good one that I liked. Bad um, karma, that though, isn't it? Bad karma. Well, isn't it that whole Buddha thing? It's like, you know, nice yeah, and... but it was only its head. So it wasn't the... You know, like, you get the, like, little fat yeah. Buddha, like, mm, and they're all happy. Yeah. I just had the head. That's fine, then. Yeah, so that I think that's yeah. fine. And then... Your Honour. Uh, there was that big picture. You know that V we did in the semi-final four years ago? Yeah. They did... They got that, like, a big old one, black and white, framed up, put it in, like, one of the corridors in Penny Hill, and... Which is the Hotel England... Stay. Yeah, the five-star yeah. yeah, hotel. Very nice. yeah, very, yeah. 250 quid a night and the rest. Is it? I think so. And I decided <laughs> five o'clock one morning after being on the piss after a game that I was having it for home and I nicked it, put it in the back of my car, went back to my room for a couple of hours, Kip, missed all the team meetings, the exit medicals and all that lot and then fucked off home. Came out, I'd been away for eight or nine weeks and said, oh, days, I've got us a present. <laughs> She said, oh, she got all excited, like it was a handbag or something like that. Chicken right. supreme pizza. <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I presented her with the picture presented. of the, presented. the And uh, fuck knows why she's still with me for it. Um, what else have I stolen? It remi- That bit reminded me, though, of her dad. He yeah. used to go around um, old derelict buildings... Particularly, there was this hospital down where I used to live called Hellinglie Hospital, which was a mental uh, asylum. Yeah. It was, like, proper back then. And they've got some unbelievable radiators in there, like, real, like, that's what we used. To, that's what we used to take yeah. as well. So I've got one of them Big in my garage. Big cast iron radiators. Yeah, they're incredible. You can't fucking lift them. Yeah. And it's not in my house because it's too hard to get up the steps. Yeah. It's in my garage and it's fucking massive. And it's lovely to look at. Hang on, you can't get away with shit. I've got a question. I can, because I've got a question about you... your radiator. Is it plumbed in in your garage? No, it's just lent. Right. So, if someone here wants to buy your radiator, yeah. what would you take for it? Uh... And it's worth... Lloyd, what's the market value for a decent radiator well, well, like Worst that? case scenario, you just wait in a scrap, um, and you'll get quite a lot it's for it. It's fucking heavy. Like... Well, you get a lot for them. Okay, who, who's going to take it off my hands? We had a fiver. Any advance on a fiver? Fifteen hundred quid. You can have my radiator. It's gone. It's quite a jump from five pounds. That would. <laughs> You've been talking before. before yeah. <laughs> Joe's in Sotheby's next week. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Tom, what's the biggest thing you've stolen? Not biggest. What's? Come on, give me something you've stolen. Uh, my life has been without blemish, Joe, which is why I'm going to ask Lloyd about his next job. Which was, I believe, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, oh, fucking boo him. Fucking boo him. It's turned. <laughs> Lloyd, tell us about power washing bird shit off the seats at Grimsby's home grounds, Blundell Park. <laughs> I will when you answer that question. <laughs> yeah, good. 
if not stolen, maybe like copied or something, like <laughs> anything you've done. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there was a period um, when CDs were your main way of listening to music, where some sometimes if you walk around a music shop, they'd have left the CDs in the box, and they shouldn't have done. And sometimes, because the vast majority of the cases had nothing in, it seemed to make more sense that all the cases had nothing in. Can I just say, that was like Theresa May answering the question. (laughs) (laughs) Or once I went through a field of wheat. (laughs) Tom, come on. So enough about my illicit CD collection and more about your power washing, Lloyd. Yeah, so actually, one of my best mates here tonight, Brendan. Um, Brendan? Is that six foot nine Brendan? Yeah, six foot nine Brendan. Yeah, it's fucking massive. Um, so me and Brendan used to power hose the bird shit off the seats at Blundell Park. Um, at the time, uh, Brendan's dad was on the, the on the board, and they had no money. So Brendan's dad was basically pay us out of his pocket cash. It was fifty quid a day cash. Um, the, one of the best things about this job, it was from ten till four. We had a two hour lunch break, which is <laughs> fucking great because I loved lunch. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, we used to basically just power hose. And, like, I'm not sure if anyone's ever been to Grimsby before, but specifically Blundell Park, home of Grimsby Town FC, um, it's by the sea. It's by the sea. And it's by the docks. So all the pigeons and seagulls would basically go to the docks, eat all the fish offal, and then just go around and shit everywhere. And obviously Blundell Park, you know, the infrastructure there, people, and it, so there should be a lot of shit. So our job was to just power hose that shit but it was sometimes like awful like really bony fishy shit um yeah so did um, in any way did you find that satisfying it was really cathartic yeah because really i i power hose uh often um yeah. <laughs> when i'm at home is that a euphemism i think it's called a you've got a b-day i think is what you're saying no, <laughs> no but fuck do i need one <laughs> Honestly. I love one. It's so much easier, isn't oh, it? Right. In Japan, just sitting on and they oh, yeah. jet you for you. Now I've gotten to the point where I can't even be bothered to wipe because it hurts. Like physically, I can't twist enough to get it done. So I just get in the shower now. <laughs> and that, and that it's, um, it's at least five or six times a day. Um, so it's bad. Anyway, I really enjoy power washing at home. It's cathartic. Yeah. So did you ever find it, although it's bird shit, did you actually enjoy it? Yeah, genuinely. I think it was one of the best jobs I've ever had. So we turned up, I'm a massive Grimsby Town fan, so even just to be in the stadium was quite like nice, you know, behind closed doors and... You know, then you had that kind of, that, the mindfulness element of then spraying bird shit, seeing a <laughs> The job. mindfulness. That's on a lot of mindfulness apps, isn't it? <laughs> Just imagine you're, you're now power washing some bird shit from a League Two ground seats. Bony bird shit. Um, <laughs> we were League One at the time. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, let's not... Um, split um, shit. Um, not sure. I just tried to improvise that, but again... Did you ever power hose Brendan? No. No, he's a, he's a big, tall boy. We had a little um, height off, didn't we? Because everyone was like going, I'm really tall. But we mate, he's, um, he's, he's six foot nine. It's, it's, a, it's a tall, it's a tall boy, isn't it? Was it you that didn't believe him? Someone didn't believe him. And they went, he went, oh, I'm six foot nine. And he went, stand up again. Like, it's, it was a really weird cock-off. Yeah. It was <laughs> really like, stand up. And then everyone started standing up at different, like, things. It was like that machine you hit. What's the bobbin with the... What? It's like that whack-a-mole machine you hit like that. It was really quite a weird, awkward moment. 
as awkward as the story I told. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, had, we had a really lovely time, and what was quite fun, my mate who was, uh, one of my mates who was playing football for Grimsby Town at the time, um, a lad called Ashley Hildred, and he was a YT, and he was in his third year as a YT. YTS youth training scheme, so you'd be 16, you'd be getting minimal wages, cleaning players' boots, but you'd be on potentially the conveyor belt to being a professional footballer. Oh, OK, yeah, End yeah. of explanation. Yeah, YT, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's now a fireman. Uh... <laughs> But honestly, he's really good. And he's, he's, he's a big thing. He's uh, earthquakes, big on, big on earthquakes. Anyway, um, but he was getting paid 30 quid a day to play for Grimsby Town and clean boots. And me and Brendan were getting paid 50 quid a day to clean bird shit and get a two-hour lunch break, which was, was brilliant. One of the best jobs I've ever had. Cash as well. Unbelievable. Are you still a Grimsby Town fan? Yeah, yeah. Do you go yeah. back often? Yeah, go back. Went back last week, went to... Um, it, was, it was my 40th birthday on Friday. Um, oh, stop it. So weird, that, isn't yeah. it? Like, So you went back for your 40th? So I went back for my 40th, and my mates, actually, um, they bought me a mascot package to be a mascot for the game. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know, and I was, I, I love this, because, you know what I mean, I know what the questions are, and, you know what I mean, I, I know the fee. But the, um, the, 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 I'm joking, there's no fee. <laughs> um, but when it's stuff that's not on your terms, like, I just, I just, I just clam up. So I, I went and, I, I didn't get in full kit, I put the kit over my clothes, and I went and played football with the kids on, on the pitch, and had photos with the kids on the pitch. And then I was like, I can't walk out. Like, Grimsby needed to win. Like, we need... I was like, I can't go out with the players. Like, I'm friends with the players. I sponsor the fucking goalkeeper, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> hang I, like, on, I can't hang on. go this out. This is just... They made you the mascot, as what? in... You walk... Like, sometimes they walk out with kids going yes. out to... yeah. You would have been the person... Yes, You would John. have been the kid. Yes. That's fuck off. Promise you. Mate. It's in the programme and everything. I've got photos. <laughs> it made BBC look north. <laughs> like, that's how much of a slow news day every day is on North East Lincolnshire. And I was like, I can't do it. We needed to win. I was like, I don't want to take anything away from you know, the players. But like, why is there a fucking like, obese bloke holding my hand? Uh, <laughs> like earlier. Um, and... Um, <laughs> I was like, no, I can't. Anyway, we lost. We lost. We we, we lost. And then we lost on Saturday and the, the manager got sacked. So, um, yeah. So, I, I, so, yeah, I go back as often as I can. And then on Sunday, we've got Slough Town in the FA Cup, which is, uh, which is going to be fun. Or not. How the fuck has Slough Town got a wall? Yeah. Are you a Slough Town fan? Now is... you're not wooing. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Like it a lot. So we need a step here, Joe, from the bird shitty seats of Blundell Park to Lloyd, a five-star health spa. Yeah. It's quite the leap. Yeah, so I used to work for a company called and they did, uh, they built, uh, they designed, built and consulted five-star health spas in five-star hotels around the world. So the Mandarin Oriental in Knightsbridge, Four Seasons in Hampshire. Four Seasons Grimsby. Four Seasons Grimsby, yeah. the Ritz-Carlton Grimsby, yeah. um, the Ritz-Carlton. Like, so all these like, amazing five-star health spas. And my job was to get the licenses for their cosmetic products to get into specific countries. And I was... Um, what was described by my boss as shit at it. Um, I was so bad. I was so, so bad because I just didn't understand chemicals. You're, I got a degree in music. You have to get the licenses. I'm just trying to work out. So like when you go to a spa... So do you mean like oh. lipstick? Well, not lipstick, no, because that's more like boots, isn't it? But um, like a hydrating cleansing milk, like a rejuvenating a bath A hydrating oil. cleansing milk. Yeah, maybe pink hair, scalp mud. Do you know what I mean? 
So you would then do what? Try and sell that to... No, it was already sold. Yeah. But when it goes to different countries, yeah. you have to get licenses for those products to go into the country to make sure they're safe and stuff. And, and so that was what one of my jobs was to get these products into, let's just say... Germany. Well, it was the EU at the time. I mean, before everything fell to shit. Um, but then, then like getting them into Russia. I mean, before things fell to shit. Uh, and then, but so, so my job was to get these, you know, into in, in, into countries. So certain countries were fine. Hong Kong, not a problem whatsoever. Russia was very difficult. Um, America, not a problem. Do you know what I mean? But then when it got to other countries, and particularly uh, China, um, was a lot harder because they speak a different language. Um, really? And they spell things really differently. Um, yeah, so it, I, I was so bad at, it, bad at it that I basically had to smuggle suitcases of products. Oh, too big. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was thinking... No, not like... Keister. No, 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 not in, not in nature's pocket. Um, in, in, a, in, in two suitcases and like go to, go to China and basically hope that I wouldn't get stopped and asked why I had two suitcases of cosmetic products in two large suitcases with essentially four pairs of pants and a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> and then just with a pocket of like maybe five to $10,000. So, so how did you like get that job? I, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking this can't go out on the podcast. <laughs> like, because they're going to get sacked. <laughs> um, well, so, oh, here we go. This is the edit. I used to work for a company that did cosmetic products. <laughs> Snip that. Yeah. <laughs> Pop that in at the start, and then hopefully everyone won't go to prison. But I, I had to take these suitcases of products, and um, I went to a place called Hainan Island in China. Um, had to change in Hong Kong, and uh, it was it was quite it was yeah it was quite scary. Do you know what I mean, essentially, I was one of the Peru two for twenty four hours. That actually, hang on, this is thick. very niche reference, that one. <laughs> Which one woman got down there? Thank you, madam. <laughs> There's just this bit um, here, Lloyd. Uh, senior producer for Jack Morton Worldwide, experimental marketing agency. Experiential. 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 <laughs> Too many letters in there, is it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's other bits, but then I see another bit that says smuggling. That's a second job that involves yeah. some sort of smuggling. And yeah. this. I had to go to Congo to smuggle a satellite um, for an event. <laughs> And that, I actually did, I did actually cry that one night, because um, I thought, uh, no, not at my bum. No, oh. no, just deep-throated it. <laughs> and you found yourself kidnapped yeah, in so, this situation. Lord. No, no, I, I, so I got kidnapped. Well, it, it, was like, it was kind of kidnapped. Like, the story sounds better if you say kidnapped. Um, but what would happen is, so I'm not sure if anyone's been to Kinshasa, absolutely incredible uh, city in, the, in, in, in uh, DR Congo, um, but quite scary because the, uh, you, you are... It was the first time I'd ever experienced it, especially coming from Grimsby and then, you know, living in, in Clapham. Um, I was very much the minority um, in Kinshasa. And so then basically just people take advantage and be like, hello, mate, can we just have a little word here? And then pop you in a, vehicle, in, a, in a van and then they just start driving off and you get to the police station and then you have to give them $50 in order to, like, basically get, get, get released. So we had this... Um... So it was re it's real, it's not role-play. No, not role-play. Oh. No, no, it was... No, I mean, it was kidnapping, yeah. Um, but it wasn't like Who Dares Wins where we know it's all, like, fake. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking come at me. Um... But uh, yeah, so I, I, it was generally quite scary. And then there was one night 
um, in my hotel room where Miss Congo was being held, uh, like the event, not the lady. Um, <laughs> well, then also, I guess, as well, probably the lady at some point. Um, and I heard uh, machine gun fire in my, in, my, in, my, in my hallway, and I... Uh, um, oh, how do you pronounce it? Um, uh, cried. Uh, <laughs> So I cried, and we got given this like um, emergency number to call, like if you got a problem. And I remember the guy when he came to like speak to us before we went out to Congo. He's like, "Hopefully, I'll never see you again. Because if I do, it'll be hanging outside of a helicopter." And I laughed it off. <laughs> and then I had to call him, and I was like, "Mate, there's machine gun fire down my hotel hallways. So I will send an agent." And that agent then basically was like, "Oh yeah, it's a local dispute. You should be fine." But I, um, I, I. I had two phones at the time. Um, my personal phone had broken, so I couldn't call my uh, mum or my girlfriend to basically cry. The only thing that I had was my Nintendo DS. <laughs> so I just had to listen to the music um, on that and just cried myself to sleep. Um, yeah, I'm really macho. <laughs> You've had such a wild whirlwind. Yeah. Of jobs, yeah. yeah, it's been it's been weird, yeah. And I think also like not to get to like I, I grew up in Grimsby and like my mum had nothing growing up, so I, I've always had like a very kind of like big worth of like you've got to you've got to work because there's there's no there's no uh, kind of like trampoline um, or bouncy castle or um, uh, you know support. It's like you've got to work. So I've just always just worked and just taken taken jobs, and uh, you know that is you know mainly why I'm here tonight. <laughs> Okay, Lloyd, let's move on to another one of your jobs. And people might not know, but you trained as a classical singer at university. Yeah. You had to sing sort of nine times a week. Yeah. Which is a lot of singing when you're drinking seven times a week. Yeah. You trained as a classical singer. Yeah. At uni. Yeah. As like a, as like a, a degree. Yeah. So you can be, you can go to uni mm -hmm. and go, you can come out of it with like a, a one, two in singing. <laughs> yeah, you can get a one-two in singing. That's, that... usually, that's usually the sound check, though, do you know what I mean? <laughs> one-two, <laughs> one-two. No, oh, no. that is fucking quick. <laughs> that is fucking quick. Now, I know you think I'm thick just because of the Lloyd. Uh, it's not just because of that. Right. The... So I don't listen, want this... Listen to the podcast, mate. <laughs> I don't want this bit to confuse you. But you went to uni to get a qualification in classical singing. Yeah. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird, yeah. Um, so how did you do? Well, uh, well I got, I got a, a, a two-one. Um, so <laughs> I did all right. But um, yeah, I was, I, at the age of seven or eight, I was basically poached um, by a choir boy hunter, which is yeah. not what you think. There's a theme. Uh, so we've got two smuggle um, things. We've got a kidnapping, and now you were poached as poached, a choir boy. Yeah, poached, yeah. Fuck, by a choir you've boy. had some trauma. No, it's, honestly, it was fine. And also, like, a lot of people go, oh, choir boy, were you touched up? Were you going... I was like, no, I fucking wasn't. And I was trying my hardest. Uh, <laughs> I bought mascara at the age of eight. Um, I was contouring. Anyway, no, um, so I got... I got, um, like, there's a choir school in Grimsby, which is obviously a bit random, and uh, basically got approached by them. We're looking for, basically, kids from uh, poor backgrounds to come and sing in this, this school. So I did that. And it was the first thing that I did that I absolutely adored. And I was like, oh, my God. And there was just nothing else that I wanted to do. So when, um, you know, I had quite a good voice, 
And then they were like, oh, you can go and do that at university. You can read music. You can also train to be a classical singer at the same time. So I've got, you know, a degree in classical music. And uh, at the same time, I had a scholarship at the Exeter Cathedral. And so I'd sing there eight to nine t times uh, a week. And I'd already been doing that from the age of seven anyway, so it was just second nature. Well, I went to Exeter University, which is obviously like the, essentially Clapham, but in the southwest, like Gilet Central. <laughs> no offense. Um, and so all my mates were playing, uh, playing rugby, do you know what I mean? Playing rugby. And, you know, I played for the fourth team uh, Exeter, and I was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Uh, podcast. They, they, they won't see the week. Um, but it was quite weird because they all, they all were basically getting boozed and, and, and playing rugby and I was uh, basically getting boozed and going to the cathedral nine times a week and, and singing, yeah. I remember Freshers' Week, I fell asleep standing up singing the psalms because I was so fucking tired and hungover. Like, as we're here and I've not done the Clapham Grand before, I'd, just, I'd love to be able to sing just uh, oh. a, a song if that's all right. Fancy that? So, Who's the guy, the silhouette, that's just fist-pumping? That is the guy that asked what a labourer was. <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> this is his fucking gig. Lloyd, um, do you think you could, because you've been a singing coach as well, do you think you could maybe not only treat us to a song, but maybe coach... Yeah. My friend Joe. So that's the thing. I used to basically do singing teaching as well. So I can. A lot of people go, "Oh, I can't sing. I'm tone deaf." So when you sing, when you sing the national anthem before a game, do you, do you go for it? Do you give it? And are, are you are you all right? Because you can never really tell when the camera pans. Yeah. So uh, I went through a period at the start of my career where I did sing it because mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is the thing you do. You just you sing the national anthem. You're proud to represent the country and that lot." Then I went through a period where I didn't do it because, oh, I can, I can just hear Ryan. I, sh I can't hear in my ear yet, but I can hear in my head going, don't say the next sentence about the Royals because he's now just said it. Um, yeah. But then I thought, no, I really enjoy singing yeah. and I find it a really uh, cathartic but also motivating way to get me up for a game of rugby or at least for, to then walk to the bench and then sit down <laughs> um, I find it really motivating so I fucking give it some and I've warned the boys about it when whoever stands next yeah. to me and I go right we're going for this and they're like well yeah yeah I said no no we're fucking going for this this is proper and I do yeah I really I do it. enjoy it now. and I I'll sing a kind of relatively uh, loosely uh, rugby-ish kind of uh, just uh, song if that's alright well, not, but it's like you—you you often hear it at, at places like this. And then I'll then I'll sing. Then I'll teach you how to sing, and then we'll do it together as a duet. How about that? Sounds I'm fucking aroused. Aroused. Yeah. I couldn't be happier. Don't get jealous. <laughs> it sounds Let's tremendous. Do Let's do it. Okay. Come on. Also, we we haven't practiced this. I, I we've got a backing track. We haven't practiced it, so I'm not sure how it's going to sound. But um, here we go. So uh, Ryan, are you on the controls? Let's see how this sounds. It's Jerusalem. Yeah. And the Tito's feet in ancient time What upon England's mountains green And was the of God on England's pleasant pastures seen 
and did the countenance divine shine forth upon our clouded ears and washed us among those tags at No pressure, Joe. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust people. Yeah, that's like a, a theme in my life. I don't trust. What the fuck is this? Don't try and get out of it now. Right, yeah, just go with it. So I don't trust people. So immediately, having met you for the first time, yeah, um, naturally, I, I don't trust you. Um, I've known Ryan two or three years now, and Steve three years, uh, Tom three years, Archie, all the team for a couple of years. Still don't trust any of them, and that was fucking incredible. It was absolutely... I did not expect that to be as incredible as it was. And I just need you to confirm, it was definitely... It was you. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. A, It hasn't been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, that is unbelievable. It is weird as well, because people don't expect it, and then the look on people's faces when I start singing, the only way to describe it... Can you remember when you saw Susan Boyle for the first time? It's exactly the same. <laughs> What is going on? Um, why do I want to have sex with it? Um, <laughs> but it is, yeah. And, and also, like, because I could hear they put a bit of vibrato on there, but like, um, sorry, so just like that's, uh, your, your little catchphrase there, mate. Chicken Supreme. So it is like a it's just like karaoke. You name. You, you, you know, so, yeah, basically, yeah, that's, that's me. It's so, fucking brilliant. Are you ready to do it? Can you teach, like, just yeah. give us a little... So what we'll do, so what, what you basically, the best thing to do is stand up. Okay, come on, Joe. So there's, there's like, a few things, the, the basics, obviously we're only going to do this in, in, in a few minutes, but so you need your feet shoulder-width apart. That's always, so you basically, you need, you need, to, you need your feet shoulder-width apart, okay? Um, maybe actually not that wide. Uh, <laughs> And He's got then a very it's all about shoulders. diaphragm, okay? So it's all about diaphragm, okay? So we need you to stand straight. And also, it's, it's genuinely a lot easier to teach athletes how to sing because they've usually got uh, be better, me, better posture, yeah. <laughs> no, stop it. Um, and what you need to imagine is you need to imagine you've got a rod going up through your backside and up through your spine and out through your head. So you always need to be kind of... That's not a joke, mate. Uh, you always need to be kind of like nice. And then, basically, we're going to use your diaphragm, okay? So um, I want you to use your diaphragm and just go um, like Santa Claus, like, ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. So you're using your throat there. So I want you to, like, you know, your, your shitting muscles, okay? Um, just before you shower. Um, so, so if you just, I want you to, ha, 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 ha. It's still there. I need it. I need it. I need it. Ho, 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 ho,
<laughs> Stop tapping my gut! <laughs> She's there flicking it away. Okay. Like. Yeah, well, sorry, but that's better. But I need some. There we go. Now we. Yeah. Then, the other thing as well. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is what you paid for. Um, you need your mouth open, okay? So you need your mouth open all the time. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Three fingers in your mouth. Uh, okay, maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll like pepper army in there. You need, you need, because basically, if you don't have your mouth open, that is staying in your in your mouth. Okay, so you need it wi wider, wider, wider. Uh, tongue, tongue flat. Lloyd, uh, uh, can we can we can <laughs> we maybe teach everyone in the in the in the whole venue to sing as well. Would well, anyone yeah, like I to mean, try this? If, so basically... So we need to stand up. Stand up. Stand up. If I'm stand up, fucking you. standing up looking like a prat, you lot can. Ha, 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 ha. So I need you. Right, mouth open. Finger. Uh, three. I want... <laughs> I can't believe they're falling for, I can't believe they're falling for this. Uh, <laughs> feet shoulder width apart, okay. And then we need your uh, hands on your stomach like that and then just go in. Ho, ho, ho. Ho 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 Uh, open your mouth, mate. What's your problem? What's your fucking problem, mate? <laughs> open your fucking mouth. Okay, there we go. I, I, basically, that, that, that is all what I'm going to teach now. So, because uh, that, that, it's just like the basic thing of basically using that free thing. And then, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm desperate for a piss. Um, so, we're, we're going to do a duet now. Is that all right? Do you Please. know the words? Do you know the words? So, Jerusalem. And it be, be can we join in, Lloyd? Yeah, yeah. Come on, we stay on your feet. We can all join in with a little burst of Jerusalem, if you like. On back to our feet. Okay, Ryan, please cue music. Someone said, fuck off, Ryan. It wasn't me. When do I come in? One, two, one, two, three. And it goes feet in ancient time. England's mountains green and was the holy lamb of God on England's pleasant pastures seen and did the countenance divine shine forth upon Spelt Bill wrong. No, no. I, I like the bring me my bow bit. Here we go then. Here we go. I'm just going to stand next to the speaker. Spear, all clouds unfold, 
from mental fight, nor shall my sword sleep in my hand till we have built Jerusalem in England's green and I love you. Wow, you smell incredible. Oh. You hug and you sing. I want to be with you. <laughs> I want to be with you. Fuck. Welcome to the Conservative Party. <laughs> wow. I had no Woo. idea. How the fuck did we get all the way <laughs> to there? Well done, you lot. Thank you for your buy-in. That is fucking great. Thank you. It's really, really good. Impressive. It was fucking really good. Um, well done. I just, I love it. Did, did you hear what I said there? Because they were clapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a little twinge. Yeah. I, uh, I hugged him. I said, I fucking love you. You still smell incredible. You're a wonderful hugger, and I want to be with you. And he, he quickly then just. <laughs> <laughs> just went, oh, cool, I moved over. Moved over there. Like, okay, so I hope I didn't weird you out, but it's the thing. No, I loved it. This bit is um, the CV bit. And See, after that, it seems like that's going to be shit. I think it probably would be. It'd be something of an anti-climax. So, Joe, I think we can just look at Lloyd and say, Lloyd, here no, is you your CV. It, Archie. <laughs> we said it would be an anti-climax, and then Tom was going to climax in perfect, and that was it. And now you... So, Lloyd, you have blown our minds. You've blown a few other things, apparently, this evening as well. Um, on behalf of Joe and me and everyone here, Lloyd, thank you for telling us about all the things that you did. Lloyd Griffith, Lloyd Griffith. ladies and gentlemen. Now, now, because we've all... Thought, wow, fuck, they really did like it. Now, because... We've all fallen in love with you tonight. Um, can you, you're going on tour, I presume? Yeah, going on tour next year. And um, is that comedian or act, actor <laughs> yeah, or is it singer or is it the trifecta? Uh, yeah, so it's a stand-up tour. So um, it's uh, jokes in there and there's a bit of singing because obviously it'd be ridiculous to not do it. Um, and also Phil's, um, Phil's an hour and a half. Um, just sing three hymns during it. No, so there's, yeah, so it's called Baroque and Roll and uh, it's about essentially me having a midlife crisis. Well, about five midlife crises at the moment. So I'm getting my back uh, lasered tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, you're okay, fair enough. in, like, hair? Yeah. Just get me... Upper arms, shoulders and back here tomorrow, so... And then hair transplant next year. And then I'll get the, uh, then I'll get the dick reduction in March. <laughs> this guy's yeah. been peppered all night. He's just done he's, away He's actually look. crying. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> red woody, he's actually crying. He's been crying for the last half hour. Um, right, yeah. so that's you lot. If you've fallen in love with Lloyd as much as I have, get yourself to his tour. Um, Lloyd Griffith, everybody, please. Yeah, go on, fuck off. Wah-wah-wee-wah! Yeah, say it again. Wah-wah-wee-wah! It is a skill to get the whole of the Clapham Grand on their feet singing. 
just didn't see it coming. I did not see it coming. He had the whole place in his hands. He had the whole place in, in his, his hands. hands. He had the whole place in his hands with his fucking fantastic voice. Yeah, nice. Funny, funny man. Real funny man. Loved his energy. Big energy. But completely blew me away with his singing. Well, if you enjoyed that, you can come and watch Things People Did live next week. We'll be here at the Clapham Grand again on the 16th of January. There are still a few tickets left. There probably won't be when you find out who is on the show. We will be joined by comedians Mike Bubbins and the brilliant Jen Brister. We will be asking them all about the jobs they used to do before they made it big. Joe, where can people find the link? You can find that link in the episode description, Tom. And the tickets are really, really cheap. They are 15.05. That is £15 and five pence in old money. And new money. In in all sorts of money. It's just £15 and five pence. That is remarkable. Cheap as chips. See you next week. Cheap as a pack of fags. Don't if you bought them in a cheap pub. Cheap as four bags. You can't, can you still buy them in pubs? It's just really cheap. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. <laughs> <laughs>